Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, not surprisingly, it appears that Tyron Smith has come down with yet another injury. Another serious injury at that. And the fact that I say I'm not surprised is because at this point, he has fully solidified himself as a player who is simply more than than just being injury prone. The dude really, I mean, the fact that he's still, you know, playing football, honestly, it amazes me. And I don't mean any disrespect at all whatsoever because I'll never forget back in 2011 when the Cowboys drafted Tyron Smith. After studying the film, reading and learning everything about the guy, the fact that he was a five-star recruit by Rivals.com, who was even once described as probably the best like right tackle prospect, one of the greatest players in USC football history. I mean, I was excited, and, and I'll be honest, Tyron Smith's career overall as a whole is brilliant, okay? It's just a shame that the last couple of years have just been extremely tough on the guy. You know... He has actually not played a full season since 2015. You know, from 2016 to 2019, he played in no more than 13 games. In 2020, he only played in two games, and last year he only played in 11 games. And now, based what we saw from yesterday and from all the news, is the fact that he is now very likely to be out until December because... It has been announced that he has basically suffered a severe hamstring injury. And according to ESPN.com, it was a torn hamstring. Other sources kind of describe it as something different. Some have said something about... I really don't even know how what it is really. I mean, these, these medical terms are just overwhelming... Yahoo Sports says in a report that Cowboys Pro Bowl left tackle Tyron Smith out indefinitely with an avulsion fracture of the knee. <coughs> so that so that's basically like some might say it does not matter what it is. It could be one of the injuries or both. The bottom line is Tyron Smith is hurt again badly and he is going to miss a significant amount of time. So Yahoo Sports says it's a quote avulsion fracture of the knee but ESPN.com says it that as a torn hamstring huh really interesting indeed huh the sad part is he's hurt and he's gonna be out for a while but honestly like going into this offseason you know in this season as well as far as Tyron Smith goes Everybody was worried about his uh, about him, you know, being able to stay healthy or not. And, you know, obviously, now the biggest fear has basically come to reality once again. According to this, and this is probably a piece from Todd Archer as well as Adam Schefter, that Tyron Smith is unlikely to return before December after his left hamstring tore and came off the bone during Wednesday's practice, a, told, a source told ESPN on Thursday. And according to that source, Tyron Smith is scheduled to undergo surgery on Friday, which would be tomorrow. Huh. So, it's just weird. So, one side, like Yahoo Sports mentions it's a knee injury, and then the ESPN says it's a hamstring injury. So, I'm just kind of like, what the hell is going on here? Now, 
I, according to the video, now ESPN did actually kind of uh, clarify exactly how the whole thing kind of took place. Tyron Smith actually got hurt during practice on during a running play as he was actually trying to make a block who that was, uh, I think, on Leighton Vanderesh. Now, at first, its uh, initial reports indicated that it was a possible torn ACL, but according to the source ESPN, initial tests indicated that the ACL in his left knee was intact. So that means it was not torn. It even says that he was spotted leaving the locker room after practice, and he was not limping. Hmm. It's really just, like, yeah, really, I'm just kind of like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's clear that, obviously, it's been confirmed that the guy's injured, and he's about to undergo surgery, and he's going to be out for a very long time, and, you know, all season I've been saying that the offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys is completely, 100% untrustworthy, and now with the loss of Tyron Smith, I mean, the situation just has just gone to an even dire level. Now, I'm still excited to see what the rookie, uh, Mr. Tyler Smith, can do. And one source actually suggested that perhaps Tyler Smith will actually slide into Tyron Smith's position. I don't recall exactly which source indicated that. But honestly, right now, the offensive line is a major mess, and I really don't even know what to say. How did that go, so... Now, this particular source of ESPN mentions how, of course, Tyler Smith was drafted by the Dallas Cowboys in the first round to be a left tackle of the future. And they even acknowledge the fact that he's been used as a left guard during training camp in the first two preseason games. Although, unfortunately, right now we just learned that Tyler Smith is now dealing with an ankle injury that has kept him out of the past two practices. Oh, boy. Great. Now we got this going on. But, of course, there's another offensive line named Josh Ball, who actually was drafted last year by the Dallas Cowboys in the first round, but uh, ESPN here kindly reminds us that the guy did not play a single snap as a rookie because of an ankle injury, so... Uh, I mean, this year, of course, we they drafted a guy, Matt Valetsko. I hope I'm saying that correctly, or I'm not sure if it's Valetsko or Valetsko. But, you know... And now, of course, ESPN acknowledges the fact that Matt Valetsko just returned to practice this week because he's been dealing with a shoulder injury for most of training camp. So, there you go. To confirm the fact that the injury bug has been biting the Cowboys right in the ass all of freaking training camp like it's been happening year after year after year after year after fucking year. Ah, oh, man. The Cowboys just cannot seem to get a fucking break with this fucking injury bug issue. Now, all of a sudden, reports are surfacing that veteran offensive line Eric Fisher could certainly be considered as a viable replacement for Tyron Smith. And Eric Fisher, of course, was the number one overall pick back in the 2013 NFL Draft. It was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. He actually remains unsigned, and it was actually mentioned that he actually has been offered deals by nine other teams only for him to turn them all down. Hmm. Hmm. Well, now I would imagine, could the Cowboys really go after Eric Fisher? I mean, if the price is right, if Eric, I mean, Eric Fisher has actually said, according to, according to multiple other sources from research, that Eric's, Eric Fisher has the intention and, and a desire to actually play football this season. And the fact that he's already turned down nine deals, according to that particular source? Hmm. 
And, you know, Fisher's actually pl uh, played, uh, started 15 games last season for the Indianapolis Colts. And right now, and the e and, I mean, I'm telling you, this ESPN piece, you know, of course, you know, like that it even mentions, you know, all this so useful information that the Cowboys have more than $20 million in the salary cap space. So we'll see. But as far as T Tyler Smith goes, I mean, it's, uh, I really just don't even know what to, uh, what to say? I mean, you know, the fact that Tyler Smith is now dealing with an ankle injury. I mean, we we put we put him in a very dis dangerous situation. I mean, last thing we we need is is our rookie offensive lineman getting hurt. I mean, even though he's already got that issue from college with the holding penalties and yada yada yada. But I did say, you know, I did strongly say that you know we gotta we ought to give the guy a chance. And from what I understand, Tyler Smith. I mean, haven't heard too much about the guy so far at, at training camp. But you know, we re we really need need the best out of need the best out of this guy. So. You know, going through uh, Tyron Smith's uh, injury history, you know, as I mentioned earlier, he has not played a full season since 2015. Since then, the uh, the medical history ranges from knee injuries, ankle, neck, elbow. You know, of course, you know, back in 2020, he missed 14 games after undergoing neck surgery. And last season, he suffered a, an ankle injury and... He even had a, a stint on the uh, on the COVID list, which caused him to miss a total of six games. So, so the Cowboys have basically been in many situations before without being with Tyron Smith, but it just really hasn't been. Uh, it hasn't turned out great. And as we know, Tyron Smith is actually signed uh, to in, signed through the 2023 season. I would imagine if uh, Tyron Smith makes it through this contract, you know, fulfills it, and then it, and then the contract expires. I wouldn't. I'm not too sure what other opportunities will be out there for Tyron Smith. I mean, uh, of course, you know the injury history you know, speaks for himself. So I really, uh, again, it breaks my heart because you know, again, I've been a fan of Tyron Smith. You know, ever since he was drafted by the Cowboys, and it, it, it's, it is with deep regret that I unfortunately did not watch him play his college football. Although I've studied the tapes and everything, so of course I was 18 at the time. I was actually getting ready to start college, and I was really, really beginning to learn the true fundamental roots of journalism. So I was really studying Tyron Smith and really taking notes. So, so Tyron Smith was basically one of the first positive impacts of my journalism career. So I've, I've basically followed him his entire career, and it's it's really heartbreaking to see that the dude can't stay healthy. But you know, again, I, I can't hold that against him. I mean, it's I mean, it, fo football is football, and you know, every, you know, so, some some players unfortunately have to deal with the fact that it's very difficult for them to stay healthy. So. So according to these uh, tweets, uh, Ty Archer said, you know, mentions Tyron Smith's surgery, of course, is on Fridays to reattach the hamstring injury, and he's looking at a recovery uh, period of three to four months. So right now, I wouldn't even be surprised if Tyron Smith didn't even play at all this season because, of course, you know, you got to have the surgery, you got to heal from that, you got to go, you, you got to do the rehab, you got to kind of, kind of get yourself reacclimated, and you'll know, kind of get back to that. I mean. The process is always a whole lot longer than anybody could ever anticipate. So, but you know, of course, you know, Ed Werder of ESPN is actually the source that mentioned that Eric Fisher. Of course, he lists uh, he lists Eric Fisher as a potential solution to the uh, issues involving Tyron Smith, and and Ed Werder mentions that a source says that that Eric Fisher again has a desire to play this season. But he's selective, and again, he has turned down offers from nine teams so far. So, yeah, that's pretty difficult. So, you know, RJ Ocha, you know, really kind of you know expressing his very his bitter disappointment. In the Cowboys, you know, much like me, you know, reminds everybody how the Cowboys traded Amari Cooper and then didn't add any serious receiver help. 
we cut Lyle Collins, and of course, you know, knowing Tyron Smith's injury history, didn't have any serious tackle help, and overall, he, he, he basically describes the whole situation as football malpractice, and RJ Ocha, if you're listening to this, dude, you are absolutely right. I am, football malpractice is a great is a great way to describe the situation. But I got to be honest with you, RJ. I, I think that as great as football malpractice is, I think that might be an understatement in, in my honest opinion. But regardless, sir, you are one hundred percent correct, and it's a shame that the Cowboys really just have to uh, put it like that. You know, I mentioned earlier that the avulsion fracture of the knee. See, NFL.com released a story like this, and this actually came out eight hours ago. So again, you know, so I'm like, okay, so what, what, what the hell is this injury? Is it an avulsion fracture of the knee? Is it a torn hamstring? I mean, what the hell's going on here? But again, like I said, it does not matter which injury it is. The bottom line is Tyron Smith is is about to undergo surgery, and he's going to be out until at least December. But then again, and I kind of suggested that he's very. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if if he didn't even actually play at all. So, ugh. Uh, just the, the, the freaking, you know, the freaking pressures of just dealing with the injury history for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I mean, again, you know, at the end of this ES, at this NFL.com piece, it just kind of really, it really reminds us of the, of the unfortunate, unfortunate truth of the fact that the offensive line was once the truth strength of the Dallas Cowboys and that the offensive line has just badly deteriorated in the, in the recent seasons. You know, the retirement of Travis Frederick, you know, really kind of started, you know, how bad things you started to get and losing Travis Frederick, you know, when we had, when we lost him for that entire season, I mean, that's, that's just how bad things were. And then it just got bad and bad and bad. So, you know, the fact that the offensive line is, is already horrible going into the season, even with Terrence, with Tyron Smith, it was untrustworthy. And now the situation has just gotten worse. And now that the fact that this situation adds a whole lot more pressure on Dak Prescott's shoulders, I mean... That makes the situation even more dire and more stressful. So uh, basically, you're kind of asking yourself, you know, what the hell is going to happen next? What in the absolute hell is going to happen next? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's two other other sources I want to take a look at. Uh, uh, I want to work out with, to talk to you guys about um, as I do this episode about one, how Dallas Cowboys released a piece with five options to replace Tyron Smith, a left tackle and another ESPN piece of how Dallas can, how the Dallas Cowboys can fill the gapping hole open by Tyron Smith's entry. So we'll start with that. Well, Mr. Todd Archer, ESPN staff writer. Well, well, you know, I mean, I, I read a lot of his work and you no know, Todd, Todd Archer really, uh, Sometimes I really feel like I want to, you know, meet the guy and kind of, you know, and kind of, you know, tell him, you know, how his writing has kind of really impacted me. You know, he really writes in his own way, you know, brings out the important information. I mean, you know, these ESPN writers, we can say whatever we want about ESPN, but at least these, at least the writers at least do things to the best of their ability. So, anyway. Well, of course, he mentions that replacing Smith is not easy. I mean, I got to be honest, replacing any big name offensive line for any team is never a simple easy task you know and, and you know of course you know i praise i praise todd archer because todd archer brings up something very important from espn stats and information so mr todd archer um you know says here that according to espn stats and information smith has the highest run block win rate 79 percent over the past four seasons 
Over the past five seasons, Ezekiel Elliott has averaged 4.5 yards per carry with Tyron Smith on the field and four yards with him missing. Uh, in, that sp in that same time span, 12% of Elliott's runs have been for 10 yards or more. Oh, boy, and 9% without him. <sighs> and, of course, you know, Here's, here's a very important piece of information by Mr. Todd Archer, which I thank him very much for, is that he reminds us that the Cowboys are 7-16 without Tyron Smith, including a 4-2 mark last season when Terrence Steele actually filled in for, for uh, Tyron Smith. So, yeah, so basically there's just one reason after another, after another, after another to remind us that the loss of Tyron Smith is actually a, a hell of a lot more serious than anybody could ever actually possibly anticipate. And the situation is bad. Bad, 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 bad. And, you know, of course, he mentions in a section re he, about rearranging the offensive line. I mean, I'm telling you, Todd Archer just... I, I gotta praise the guy. I, I can't praise the guy enough, quite frankly, honestly. So he reminded, you know, of course, the reminder that how the Cowboys opted to cut Lyle Collins of the offseason because apparently they felt that Steele was ready to take the right tackle spot. You see, this is why I'm giving all the credit, you know, to Tart Archer. I mean, again, you know, this is his piece of ESPN. You, you guys should really check it out because this, this is really, I mean, he's, he's really like educating, our, educating us and really kind of just, you know, giving these reminders and like, you know, like, like that and kind of, Putting us aware and reminding us of uh, of the situation that the Dallas Cowboys are dealing with. So, I mean, you know, so right now, of course, you know, the next man up, you know, the, the Josh Ball, the the pick from Marshall from last year, who again did not play at all last season because he was out with an ankle injury, and our fifth round draft pick this year from North Dakota, who missed, who's missed most of training camp because of a shoulder injury that will eventually require surgery. Well, look at that, another vital piece of information. Todd Archer says in this piece, and I quote, Valetsko was a fifth-round pick in the 2022 from North Dakota and missed most of training camp because of a shoulder injury that will eventually require surgery. Hmm. So I would ask Mr. Archer, so are you, are you saying it? So basically in this particular situation, whether he plays or not, he's eventually going to re require surgery. But say he does play and he's playing injured. Is that really the a necessary safety precaution that the Dallas Cowboys really can actually risk going with? I mean, are, they, are the Cowboys really going to be in a situation where they have to take a chance and, and have the guy play even though he's hurt and eventually going to require surgery? What if the injury is seriously re-aggravated and it turns out worse than before? I mean, again, it's the NFL. I guess you got to take the, you got to take chances, right? I mean, honestly, I don't know. So right now, I see a, lo a logical thing. I mean... <clears throat> A, a, a logical, like, you know, answer is, you know, again, is to go after Eric Fisher. But again, the situation is, is tough. You know, Eric, you know, speaking of Eric Fisher, uh, um, Todd Archer says, you know, that in 2020, he suffered a torn Achilles in the playoffs. So, yeah. So, so really, at, at this particular situation, you know, I don't even know... Uh, Right now, of course, you know, they mentioned, you know, Jason Peters, who turned 40 years old, you know, back in January. So, you know, of course, as we know, Jason Peters is the, you know, the lifelong uh, Philadelphia Eagle, who's actually from the state of Texas, uh, from Queen City, Texas, who played uh, his college football at Arkansas, was undrafted in 2004, played for the, the Buffalo Bills from 2004 to 2008, and then was with the Eagles from 2009 to 2020, and Played last year with the Chicago Bears. So, 
I mean, Jason Peters, honestly, I don't know, like, I mean, he, he can certainly be a veteran, you know, a veteran uh, presence, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, he, he, he even says, you know, in July of last month, you know, CBS Sports mentioned, released a story saying how Peters, despite being at the age of 40, he still wants to play, I mean, but... And, you know, and I was actually looking because I swear to God, I saw that he was somehow linked with the Dallas Cowboys. I never really bought it because it was never really confirmed. But but Bleacher Report five days ago say that, you know, Jason Peters, along with a guy named Isaiah Wynn, who I hope I'm saying that correctly, are one of the top offensive line the Cowboys must consider. Consider after Tyron Smith's injury, so. Yeah, this actually came out five hours ago. I don't know if I said five hours or five days ago, so. I mean. Jason Peters, I mean, I would definitely take it into consideration. I mean, yeah, I get it. He's forty year he's forty years old. But, you know, if he's still motivated and focused and still in good shape, then I guess, you know, why not? I mean, I think it would it probably would be be more logical to go with Jason Peters to replace Tyron Smith rather than somebody that's much less inexperienced. You might as well go with the guy who's who's got the experience, who's been in the league for God knows how long. I mean, he's been in the league since two thousand four. Okay, I'm 29 years old. I was 11 years old when Jason Peters entered the freaking league. And I'm sorry if, if Jason Peters happens to be listening, dude. If I just made you feel old, I'm sorry, but you know, I just want to I just want to kind of say like the fact that your experience, your at your veteran leadership, your expertise, it's important to the Cowboys. If the Cowboys were to consider going with Jason Peters, you know, his resume and everything, that's what the Cowboys have to take into consideration. So, so, so if Jason Peters, if the Cowboys decide to go with Peters, then great. I mean, if I were to decide between Eric Fisher and Jason Peters, I mean, I really do not know. I mean, honestly, I would, I would probably say go after, you know, I guess go with a guy who's willing to, you know, accept, you know, a very fair deal and, you know, is willing to accept the heavy workload. And, and you know, and, you know, honestly, they both desire to play. I mean, Eric Fisher is 31 and, again, Jason Peters is 40. So the situation just remains to be so freaking you know, overwhelming. So, you know, even, uh, you know, e even Todd Archer in this piece that I'm looking at right now, um, you know, even mentions the same player, Isaiah Wynn, who's a former New England Patriot player. And he was a former, actually a first rounder. He started 33 of 34 games he has played after he missed his rookie season. So, so you know what? Isaiah Wynn is definitely another guy. Uh, you know, why not? Why not? But so, I would just only hope that the Dallas Cowboys are kind of working on the situation right now. You know, Isaiah Wynn, you know, 26 years old, was drafted by the New England Patriots in the first round of the 2018 NFL Draft. Dr you know, played his college football at the University of Georgia. So, so I Isaiah Wynn is actually is actually still a guy to go to, but but he's still actually with the Patriots right now. So, as you know, you know, you know, in May of last year, he was actually you know, he, they exercised the fifth year option of his contract. So. So for this year, uh, Isaiah Wynn is guaranteed a salary of a little over ten million dollars. So, so I guess I'd imagine in this particular situation, the Dallas Cowboys would have to uh, work out a possible trade with the New England Patriots. So, and I'd imagine if if, if somehow uh, a move happens, then I'd imagine the Patri as part of the deal, the Dallas Cowboys would agree to pay the guaranteed salary to Isaiah Wynn. And I'm like, okay, I mean, all right, if if that's what it takes, then fine, but. You know that I see this. You know now there's other there's other teams that you know that are reportedly after uh, Isaiah Wynn. You know one of them would be the Tennessee Titans, and the other one is is the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, oh well, that competition. I mean, who knows what things gonna happen? But 
But, but the bottom line is, you know, so far the Cowboys have some options on the table. You got Jason Peters. You got Eric Fisher. And you got Isaiah Wynn. I mean, there's options on the table. But the problem is the Cowboys front office, of course, can you trust them? Well, no, well, no you fucking not. You, you can't trust them. I don't trust them. I mean, hey, I don't... As far as the Dallas Cowboys goes, if y'all know me very well, I, I've, I'm done. I've, I've stopped making these expectations a long time ago. I'm not expecting any miracles. Whatever the Cowboys do, I will believe it when I see it. If people truly believe that they're going to retain the NFC, the NFC least crown, well, you know what? I will believe it when I see it. All right? And I'll be right here to take responsibility for doubting it. And again, as far as Dak Prescott goes, you all know the story. If Dak Prescott wins the Super Bowl, not only will I take responsibility for doubting the guy, I will personally invite him to the show. That, ladies and gentlemen, that promise is still there. I have not forgotten about it. And I want to make sure that you all don't forget about it either. So if Dak Prescott does in fact do it, again, I'll take responsibility for doubting the guy. I'll even, I'll even invite him to my show. So if, if somehow he wins the Super Bowl, y'all be sure to kind of make, help me make that happen because I really want him to be on the show because I want to keep up, I want to keep my end of the promise. Anyway, so that was from that ESPN one. So now we're going to take a look at the one from the DallasCowboys.com. Dallas Cowboys staff writers, this actually came out about three and a half hours ago. About five options to replace Tyron Smith at left tackle. I'm sure some of these players are so good, these options are going to be the same. So Tyler Smith is one of them. And a, of course, Tyler Smith was drafted in the first round by the Cowboys. And of course, you know, that we were reminded that Mike McCarthy just said that Smith would be a quote left side player working at guard and tackle, so like that, but of course, you know, he's dealing, you know, he's dealing with a minor ankle injury and you know, Michael an ankle injury minor even if it's minor, I mean still. I mean, an ankle injury is an ankle injury, you know, ankle injuries if if a play if an offensive line doesn't have a 100 if his ankle's not 100% it's going to badly affect the playing ability, believe me. But, you know, he was worked through the case through OTAs and minicamp. And he says here that at training camp, Tyler Smith has worked ex- exclusively at the left guard in the competition because he's going with the Co- Connor McGovern along with some of, some of the other guys. So so Tyler Smith is an option. But again, like, do you really – do we go with the guys with the less experience or do you bring in a guy with – do you bring in a veteran – that has the experience, but again, you you bring in a forty a forty year old. You ask yourself, is he still able to block well? Is he still is still able to have? Is he still at full strength? I mean, he's obviously not the player he was in his twenties, but you know, again, you know, like that. But we'll see. But again, do you go with a veteran or whatever? So, so another one is Josh Ball, and the other one is is Matt Valetsko. I mean, we we spoke about those guys. I mean, Josh Ball again didn't play at all last season because he was hurt. You know, he but he has been playing the first two preseasons uh, this season. So and says here that Mike McCarthy is apparently you know impressed so far. So, but the problem is is the experience. Matt Valetsko, I mean, you speak, speaking of experience, you know, so they say he suffered a shoulder subluxation on the 29th of July. That was nearly a month ago, and that was actually the third practice in Oxnard, and he didn't return to practice until this past Tuesday, huh? Now, this one's saying that surgery is still a possibility at some point, but for now, Valetsko is working through the injury and giving the Cowboys another depth option. Okay, I mean, I'll give him that. I mean, he's it, it definitely takes a lot of balls to fight, you know, to, to even play through and practice through despite you have a shoulder injury. But again, if the injury's not, not that serious, then fine, so be it. But still, you know, playing through a shoulder injury is... It, it, it's definitely a chance, and sometimes you really want to ask yourself, I mean, are, are we really willing to take that chance? I mean, I don't know, but... But, the, but right here, the, the staff writers mentioned how the Cowboys like Valetsko's athletic ability. 
So, so if his athletic ability is good enough to impress the Dallas Cowboys, then, I mean, either way, Matt Valesko deserves a chance to prove himself. You know, he, he deserves it. Either way, I'm not going to bury the guy. I want to see what he, he can do and like that. But the problem is, Valesko and Ball, it's it's the lack of experience. So, so Terrence Steele is another guy, you know, um... <sighs> I mean, Terrence Steele is the guy that the Cowboys have really dedicated and committed themselves to after they release Lyle Collins. Because, again, the Cowboys release Lyle Collins because they feel they have more faith in Terrence Steele than Lyle Collins. And I don't agree with that move. And I don't mean any disrespect to Tyrant Steele. Excuse me, to Terrence Steele. Excuse me. But, again, I mean, these, these options right here, uh, it's... Um, I mean, Terrence Steele, I mean, I, I suppose... Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean... But the problem is, you know, when it comes to protecting, you know, your quarterback, especially your very expensive quarterback, a heavy investment you know, with Dak Prescott, you know, you need you need the most experienced, you know, guys, you know, protecting the guy because the Cowboys need the quarterback protected. We need a we need a running game, and you know, like that's so, so that the situation is so tough. I mean, again, you know, the offensive line has been a mess, you know, for so long, especially this off season, and th- that's why that's one of my things. You know, I'm worried about the Cowboys. They've seen you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest. Uh, disappointing things one of the biggest you know i say one of the biggest kryptonites for the cowboys will be the offensive line just you know i don't, I don't know if i want to say they look strong or if they look weak it's just that right now the situation is so like that i mean i i i, I don't even know what to, what to expect and again you know whatever happens i'll believe it when i see it but they mention again you know players outside the roster you know they mention you know they mention of course you know eric fisher and then of course jason peters and like that so I mean, I don't know. I mean, you you gotta eventually one way or the other give the you know give the ball to Josh Ball and Matt Valetsko, But right now, the lack of experience is something you can't ignore. <sighs> Eric Fisher would be great, but of course, you know he you know recently had the Achilles injury in 2020, suffered that in the playoffs. So, but then of course, uh, although he did start in 15 games for the Colts last season, so Eric Fisher doesn't seem to be suffering any ill effects. So again, he's a major option. So. And of course, there's Jason Peters, but you know, who's four, 40 years old. So, I mean, at this point, really, like, if it's up to me, do you go with Eric Fisher or do you go with Jason Peters? I mean, look, honestly, sometimes I would suggest if you could somehow bring both and have them both switch back and forth and see who, who's who's perfectly capable of handling the job, then maybe that's the way to do it but i'm pretty sure that it, it would not work out bringing bringing them both i mean you, you guess you got to pick one but those options are on the table and i just and i would just imagine that the cowboys really got to take a look into it and really consider the strongest possibilities but but if if i'm the cowboys i try to see if i can get a deal done with eric fisher if that doesn't happen you, you try talking with jason peters and if that doesn't happen then well, then tough luck right then i guess you talk to the new england patriots about getting isaiah win right but if that doesn't work then well then you're screwed right <laughs> but anyway so like the cowboys like the bottom line is at this point the dallas cowboys there are options options on the table and i can only hope i can only pray that the dallas cowboys make the right decision to it to address this particular issue because the dallas cowboys are about to play the tampa bay buccaneers at home so and I understand the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are having problems of their own. They just lost their Pro Bowl center. They have multiple offensive line issues as well. So maybe we shouldn't be freaking out. The, the Buccaneers are in a 
more dire situation than me, but you know what? I'm focused on my team, not the other team. And again, we're going to get they're going against Tom Brady and Tom Brady, he does not lose to the Dallas Cowboys, so yeah, so the Cowboys have a big win against Tampa and I would hope that, you know, if the Cowboys defensive line stays healthy, if 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 the Buccaneers offensive line is even more banged up and in worse situation than ours, well, then I expect the Dallas Cowboys defense to sack Tom Brady at least six times, and then there might be a chance. But again, I'm not expect. I'm not putting any expectations. Not expecting any miracles. Whatever happens, I'll believe it when I see it, and that is all I got to say. But before I let everybody go, everybody go, I'd like to remind everybody that Cowboys Talk is proudly partnered with Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, MLB, the NHL, and so much more. So if you are looking to shop at Fanatics, just use Cowboys Talk's link in the description and you can start shopping as well as taking advantage of some of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans out there, WWEShop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to get your pro wrestling merch, just use Cowboys Talk's link in the description and start getting your pro wrestling merch right now. And again, take advantage of the best deals you can. Also, Cowboys Talk is proudly brought to you by Fans Idea. Design your own team jerseys for as low as $24.99. In a matter of seconds, you can customize your own jerseys with customizable templates. Design the perfect high quality, it's fast, it's easy, and guess what? No skills are needed. So if you're ready to customize your own sportswear, just find the link in the description and start creating your own art immediately. And finally, Cowboys Talk is proudly partnered with Paramount+, Plus, stream live sports, as well as stream your favorite shows from CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and so much more. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. If you subscribe now, you can get a free trial. So if you're looking to subscribe to Paramount+, Plus, just use the link in the episode description, make your account, and start binge-watching your favorite shows immediately. And Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me today. And I will see y'all next time.